Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. going on? Welcome to episode 115 of the Nintendo PowerCast. I'm your host, and 64 Josh, player two, Eric. What is going on, dude? Yo, what up, Josh? And what is up, NPC Famine? No, it well, is your get, boy. Th- th- yeah, he's muted, guys. He doesn't get to talk anymore. He doesn't realize it, but <laughs> he was told, don't say famine. It's fam. <laughs> so... He doesn't even know he's muted. He, uh, maybe he can hear me. I don't know. Can you still hear me? No, no. He, yeah, he can still hear me. <laughs> so he was warned. Don't don't say famine. He he broke. <laughs> All right. Well, player three, Marcus from NerdBuzz. What's going on, dude? <laughs> hey, man. Thanks for having me, dude. Now we now we're both going to compete now for your new co-host. What's going on? I guess, I guess he might come back. Who knows? We don't know. Oh, look, there he is. I, I can't tell if he's looking at me or into my soul. If you guys are only listening, uh, Eric just left the podcast. He is sitting back down now. I might eventually unmute him. We'll see. He's still talking because he's yeah, you're grounded right now. You're in timeout. You're in timeout. <laughs> we got player four, Wade from MuleHornGaming.com, an analog assault podcast. What's up, buddy? What's up, bro? Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, yeah. We so I I I go back with both these guys. Marcus and I actually graduated high school together, and yep. Wade and I, our very first podcast was him. <laughs> In a mic, like a rock band microphone, sitting on a yeah. cardboard box. It was, it was. I mean, it was classic. It was like, hey, <laughs> let's get it done. Let's get it done, it right? So far, right? Yeah, we've we finally all have real, <laughs> real microphones. So, um, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go ahead and and unmute Eric real quick. Okay, yeah, uh, all right, there it is. Eric, are you there? Can can you can you hear me? Yeah. Are you done with your Are you done with your bad language? Bad More language. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you know, I at what point did I get muted? <laughs> That's as, the question. As soon as the word famine came out of your mouth. See, he had this idea that, hey, instead of fam, let's just say famine from now on. So I actually had our it's bot in idea. Discord had to mute or like it it made it a, a, a word that gets banned. So anytime someone said famine, the message was immediately deleted. So <laughs> we're trying to keep it from becoming a thing. That's what we're oh, doing. It, it'll be a thing. I think we just made it a thing. I think we just made it a thing. Oh, but let no. me finish. Okay. It's your boy, Hate Zero, your hero. I, I got to give the people what they want. That's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's get into this thing. I got to do my ads real quick. 
If you guys want to get yourself a free book from Audible, you can go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. There you can choose from some great books like Ready Player One, Armada, Game of Thrones, if you're into it. Um, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels is really good. That's audibletrial.com slash NPC. Guys, the chair I'm sitting in is from OP Seat. Amazing gaming chairs. Go to n64josh.com slash OP Seat. That link will automatically save you $10 at checkout, and all of their chairs are $50 off right now for their summer sale. I don't know when it ends, so don't miss it. They're amazing chairs. That's n64josh.com slash OP Seat. Now for the announcements. Hey, listen. We do this show live, twitch.tv slash n64josh, Tuesday nights and Thursday nights, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, I want to say hey to everybody that's here. I see Benji, G.I. Jello, Pudding, Kirby Geek, Sega Sunset, Rust Belt Kid, Thaddeus Prime. Oh, there's a few more. Let me scroll a little bit here. Who am I missing? Let's see. Mr. Cool Red Luigi, Yikum, uh, my alias Skyline. Anybody else that I miss, guys, thank you for being here. There's a lot of you in here tonight, so thank you so much. I appreciate you guys. I am currently working on a, I'm working on, I'm writing a couple books right now, but the one that's going to be coming out next is the Beginner's Guide to Gaming Content Creation, because I've had so many people ask me about getting into podcasting, getting into streaming. So the focus of this first guide is going to be on podcasting, and it is coming very soon. And we have... it's, it's pretty cool, but I've been, I've been gathering like tips and tricks and stuff from other creators. So this thing is going to be packed full of, of ideas and mistakes that people have made all that kind of stuff so that you don't have to make them. I'm really excited about this. It's called the beginner's guide to gaming content creation podcast is the focus of the first one. So it's coming soon. Friday mornings. I have my first looks where we look at new games that are coming to the switch uh, this week, I, we got some games we're going to be looking at. I can't remember what they are, and I don't have them in front of me right now. A couple quick things to let you know about on my YouTube channel and on Saturday mornings. No more Saturday morning Splatoons unless it's Splatfest. I am currently playing through every game on the NES Classic. We set the high scores on two, and I'm probably halfway through Castlevania right now, which I've never completed. So pretty fun. All of that is also available on YouTube. So you can check it out after the fact, if you miss it, they're just going to be like hour long let's plays of playing through the NES classic. The other thing I'm doing is my wife and I are playing through animal crossing. And right now we are working on our old town from the GameCube, And the first episode of that is also available on YouTube. Last thing that you can check out on YouTube is gamers and carts getting interviewed. I believe there's uh, eight episodes available now, seven or eight. So you can go check that out on my YouTube channel as well. And I do want to say thank you to everybody that subscribed. Finally hit a thousand subscribers. Pretty exciting. YouTube emailed me and said, hey, you finally did it. It's only been 25 years, (laughs) you know, so um, but it happened and it's because of you guys. So thank you so much. Uh, Let's get to our reviews and and uh, impressions. Here we go. All right. We're going to kind of we're going to just just kind of skim over this stuff because we got our guests here tonight. We're going to be talking about PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, the current state of the uh the industry. And plus we got to hear from these guys like where where they're from, what they do, where you guys can check them out. So but real quick, uh Eric you been playing anything on Switch this last week? Uh, Octopath, just exclusively Octopath. It's still a blue uh, shell. Absolute blue shell. The game's <laughs> fantastic. The the 
the music is top notch. The art everyone has seen is gorgeous. Um, I love it. If you have a switch, I think it being an exclusive means it's a absolute must own on the console. I agree. I agree. Marcus, you've recently picked up a switch. You've been playing Octopath also. Yeah, um, I've I've definitely been dabbling in it. I think I've got uh, I beat the demo, and so I've just now started continuing that on the actual cart okay. uh, cartridge. And I I was super super stoked to see it. I in a way I kind of think it it was what I was wanting out of the Switch. Right? It's not a Mario or a Zelda, which are all awesome, but it's this other exclusive that you can only play on there. And I I'm really excited for what it could lead into. It's really cool. Super yes. good. Very SNES kind of a uh, mm-hmm. classic feel to it, which is really awesome. Oh yeah. I know, I know Wade, unfortunately doesn't have a switch yet, but <laughs> oh, one, man. one day I'm working on it. Man. You're, you're working wor- on it. I got the PC. I got the PlayStation, got the Xbox. That's the next on the list. You, you got to save the best for last baby. That's all. You know, I know. That's, <laughs> <laughs> and the console war continues. Oh, um, man. So guys, here's the deal. I did a lot of thinking about this over vacation because there's been a lot of talk about reviews and things like that. So I'm actually going to do two different style of reviews on the podcast. You guys are going to get my power review, which is going to be the power glove thing, right? Five power glove means the game is a must buy. That doesn't mean it's a perfect game. No, it means it's just a must buy kind of like Eric's blue shell thing. So that's how we're going to do it. I'm, I'm going to say Oct- Octopath is five power gloves. You've got to pick that thing up. It is a must own. If you are a switch owner and you have any interest in, uh, J like JRPGs, um, like go pick this game up. It is, it is amazing. And play the free demo. Like, like, like Marcus did play the, you got three hours. You can just dig into this game and then continue your save right there. Totally worth yeah. checking out. Super cool. I finally started Paladins and also five out of five power gloves. That game is it's free to play now. So go pick it up on your switch. I have, I've, I've I'm an overwatch fan all about tracer, but I was like, I don't know about this Paladins. I started playing. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe how much I like it. Wait, I know you've played Paladins. What do you, what do you think of it? Dude, uh, Paladins is super fun and adds a little more depth than like an Overwatch, uh, especially with the card system they have there. And it feels great on PC and on Xbox or, or wherever else you play it. It's just a, a solid build game. It's really smooth. Graphically, it's, it's nice and easy on the eyes. And it's fun. That's the big thing. It's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I do want to point out in chat, Medic's asking, he said, I can't find the demo for Octopath. I believe you just have to type in the search for Octopath and make sure you, I think there's a button that you can click that shows games with demos or something like that. But I think, I think you'll be able to, uh, I think you'd be able to find it there. So, um, with that, let's, uh, we're just going to kind of breeze over the news real quick. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it more. And I have all these articles up on N64 Josh, if you guys want to go a little deeper, but let's get to the news. Okay, so real quick, Nintendo's quarter one 2018 earnings have been uh, revealed and the switch right now is going a little slower in hardware sales than it did last year. But software sales, oh, my word, (laughs) it is it is out of control. 3DS stuff is down. But it's still selling really well. Like it was close to 300 uh, million units of software sales for the 3DS and uh, like 300 and 
60,000 hardware, uh, like units sold. So still going strong. All of the details guys are going to be in the show notes. You can check it out. I have it broke down. Like you can see everything for which games are selling the best, how they did in quarter one, that kind of stuff. Uh, a few games worth noting Mario tennis aces, 1.38 million, uh, copies already sold and donkey Kong country tropical freeze 1.4 copy 1.4 million uh copies already sold like that's way more than it's sold on the wii u it's it's crazy these ports are just they're, they're killing it on the switch so it's good to see if you are a splatoon fan we've got new levels and four new weapons that are out now so you can check that out just by jumping in the game. It should auto update. You'll be good to go. And Mario Tennis Aces is getting an update that goes live in Japan. August 1st should be live everywhere. I assume we haven't seen patch notes yet for um, the U.S. As of recording this, I haven't seen them anyway. I did go through and translate the Japanese ones so you can read through the entire um, list of patch notes. It's extensive. A lot of characters are some characters are getting nerfed. Some characters are getting buffed. There, the if you were annoyed by tapping double X twice to do it, not meaning to do your trick shot, you can now turn that setting off. So, um, really good. Chad is asking if I speak Japanese. No, I just copied and pasted into Google Translate. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's it. So, okay, there we go. That's that's kind of your Nintendo news, guys. Again, you can check out uh, you can check out n64josh.com or the show notes have all the links in it. Let's get to our talking points. All right. Well, before we jump too far into this, Marcus. Give yeah. us, give us the lowdown about nerd buzzed. You, you're a nerd, you're, you're a nerdy podcast, somewhat yes. PlayStation focused, which is why you're kind of here representing PlayStation for oh this. God, uh... turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's my phone. I swear. I, I believe you. Uh, <laughs> it won't stop. It's, it's cool. It's cool. You're popular, man. I understand. I guess uh, so. Yeah. Um, so tell us about nerd buzz. Tell us where people can find it. All that stuff. So uh, you can find us at nerdbuzz.com where you can watch or listen to any show you want there. Uh, totally free. And anything, uh, all social media is all also nerdbuzzed. And please banter with us on there. We have a lot of fun about any nerdy thing. It's loads of fun to just get down and nerdy with whoever. It's awesome. And we always drink a beer on our show. So, you know, in the nerdbuzz tradition, I'm not going to have to. <laughs> pop a beer open and yeah, keep yeah. the ball rolling on that right <laughs> so we get you know by the end we get pretty buzzed we have a lot of fun we just kind of goof around um definitely playstation is the system i play the most but i did just get a switch so i'm i'm starting to dabble in that a little more um I'm supposed to lend that to my co-host but i can't let go of it yet right so he's a little he's a little mad at me and he really is chomping at the bit to try it so <laughs> i bet we'll see i bet <laughs> uh, so why why the PlayStation? What's the what's the draw? Like, is there some history there? Uh, really, for me, it's the one I started out with. Um, when I was a kid, my it was like really taboo to have a video game system in the house. And when I got my first job, I basically went out. I bought a went to the pawn shop, bought a first PlayStation and a TV and just set it up in my room and started playing. It was like I've never seen my mom be like so proud of me and so irritated at the same time. <laughs> it was pretty awesome and so then since then i just kind of stuck with the playstation okay cool cool wade yes talk to me baby tell me about your oh, content man. all right so you can find pretty much everything at mealhorngaming.com 
Um, we actually, we've been doing a podcast for like four years and we finally actually gave it a name just this past year, Analog Assault. We were just calling it the Muhorn Gaming Podcast, but uh, we cover everything, man. You, you, you play it, we've played it. Like, you know, you Nintendo Switch, we got guys that have that on the cast. Uh, PS4, uh, Xbox One, you know, PC. We play it all, man. And we just talk about everything nerdy, geeky, uh, game related. We'll talk Marvel Comics, movies, you name it, man. It's kind of, we're kind of in the nerd culture. So, uh, but yeah, you can find us there. You can find us on Twitter at Millhorn Gaming. We like to send lots of GIFs. Yes, I called it a GIF. Why did you do that? That's it. Like where's, where's my mute button at? Let's it. With the yeah, right. Famine yeah, yeah, yeah. and GIF. So, uh, oh, I can't believe it. GIF. There we go. There we go. But, uh, I think we might have to get together, man, and do some podcasting together since we're both so just whatever nerdy. Yeah, exactly, awesome. man. It'll be yeah. the longest podcast ever because we'll just go on. <laughs> stuff for sure. yeah, I could talk forever, man, especially like in Star Wars. Like, and hmm. we've recently just started streaming our content. Um, like our, our, we call it Star Wars Sunday. And we also do our podcast Thursday night. So, uh, but we're over on uh, the other place. So. What's the other place? You can tell us. No, but don't be oh, scared. Oh, okay. Mixer.com forward slash Millhorn Gaming. Yeah. What is, what is that? I've what never heard music? of I've never heard of that. Do we do we want to get into this right now? No, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> what more are we debating today? Which which not not meal horn gaming. Mule I do like to eat gaming. Though. Yeah. So meal horn, I, I will I will eat. Yeah. So Wade, you and I go back. Um we've played we played Destiny. We've we've d- done crossover podcasts together, like um but you've, I mean, I've known you as basically an Xbox guy, right? Oh yeah. And so for sure. That's like my main. Yeah. And so yeah. that's why you, like the real, re- the real reason these guys are here is I just wanted to get them on the podcast and I'm like, they're not that into Nintendo. So how can we do this? So the console wars are bringing us together. That's hey, what's, I, that's what's I happening would be into it. If I had a switch, man. So if you got <laughs> no. any Buddy, it's got some extra dough out there. Like, help a brother out. I got we'll, four kids we'll, to feed here. We'll, we'll get a GoFundMe going. So yeah, you yeah. GoFundMe right here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I'm really stoked. Both of you guys are here. We're gonna kind of just we're gonna we're gonna talk about the gaming industry, and we're gonna kind of we're gonna hate actually. Or Eric wanted us to talk about uh, E3 and kind of what you guys thought. So, um, Eric, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you kick it off with your thoughts on E3, and then maybe we'll go over to Marcus to talk about the the PlayStation a little bit, and we'll just we'll just kind of roundtable this thing, and I'll I'll keep the conversation going. So just feel free to jump in or whatever, you know. But we'll uh, we'll just we'll have some fun. Yeah. For sure. Um, So E3 for me being primarily Nintendo um, was surprising because I'm not a Smash fan. Um, So I thought Microsoft had the best show. Um, They showed a ton of games, a lot of great content. There wasn't a ton of fluff. Um, I thought Nintendo did a pretty solid job in the first half, and then it just turned into what I thought was a waste of space. Um, if you're a Smash fan, it was great, but I thought that could have been in a treehouse after the fact. I thought it was too long for a E3 presentation. And then PlayStation, I think what their strategy was is we're already the best. We just have to show up. We can make people move around and they'll just do it. And so that's what they did. I was very underwhelmed. And 
and I'm a huge the, the Last of Us is probably my favorite game of all time. Um and I was still disappointed with the showing, even though I got what I wanted out of The Last of Us 2 being shown. So yeah. I'm super nervous about Last of Us 2. Like, yeah, I mean, to do it again, I don't know. Like for me, the PlayStation 2, that definitive game was God of War. Right. And then now oh, yeah. the PlayStation 3, that definitive game was Last of Us. Like they went out on the highest note they possibly could have. Yeah. And then now I'm always scared whenever they go to do the sequel. Like, just will it live up? Yeah, but it's Naughty Dog. I mean, it's not like anyone else in the world is doing it. It's Naughty Dog. Have they done a poor sequel in your mind yet? Uh, no, not so much. I just hold that one so high, right? Yeah. It's oh, like, for yeah. sure. I, I don't want to go in hoping for, for something that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm aiming for unicorns here and we'll see. You won't have to worry about seeing it until PlayStation five comes out. So we'll just, we'll get that out of the way. <laughs> I wonder that too. Yeah. <laughs> and it yeah. won't be a launch title. <laughs> that was, that was actually something I took away from this E3 is it really made me wonder how much of what we were seeing is that next system. Like for all really, I guess aside from Nintendo, but with Xbox and uh, PlayStation stuff, they were announcing like how much of that stuff is actually going to be next generation. And especially with especially it? with Sony, right? I mean, they they yeah. will show us stuff that's like, I mean, how long have we been seeing the the Death Four Stranding? Right? Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. little baby in the throat, like, can you stop? Yeah. Yeah. I just stopped having nightmares. Do we have to keep going? <laughs> that game scares me too, man. I got a lot of high hopes for that game, but I'm nervous. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think Kojima maybe needed Konami to like reel him in a little bit. We'll see. <laughs> Something, man. Yeah. yeah, I'm a I'm a huge Kojima fan. The Metal Gear series is probably my tops. I should just consider myself a PlayStation guy. I just don't like any <laughs> modern PlayStation stuff, to be honest. Um, I didn't play God of War, War though. I didn't play it yet. So. Oh, okay. you gotta play that, man. That's I know. My game I know. So far, that's like, what really everyone fantastic. tells me. It's fantastic. Um, that's what everyone tells me. But I I kind of trust what. Kojima does and I I know it's going to be a fantastic product. It's definitely going to mess with your mind. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah. I I have no idea what is that game even about? Do we even know? I've watched like 6 hours of videos of that game. I have no idea what it's about other than it's got the dude from The Walking Dead, Norman Reedus. It's like, got a bunch of his friends in it. It almost seems like him and his friends sat around and were like <laughs> It'd be cool to just make a game. Yeah, we can all be in it. It'll be fun. And they just, I don't, they brainstormed and came up with this crazy thing. Let's carry babies around on the outside yeah. of us. Yeah, just say it, man. It looks freaking yeah. weird. It, well, it was supposed yeah. to be PT. It was going to be Silent Hill. So that failed. So they're like, oh, we'll just keep the idea rolling with the same people. We have all this motion cap. We'll just throw a baby in yeah. there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Kojima's got ideas, whatever. Yeah. I'm sure he's got tons of them. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm a little nervous about it, but I'm excited. Yeah, yeah understandable. Wade, what did you think of the the PlayStation uh, E3? So, so man, when I was watching E3 and I saw the PlayStation stream and I saw Jethro Tull get up there, I was just kind of like, what the heck is going on with the little flute thing, man? I was like, what is this? And I was excited, you know, because I finally have a PlayStation, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, I got to play God of War and things like that. But like, I was like, show me the cool stuff. And right now, the only thing like, I'm just going to admit it. And I know a lot of people are going to hate that I say this, but I wasn't a last of us fan mm-hmm. and I, I couldn't get Ooh. into it. 
I couldn't get into it, man. I just couldn't. How, do it. how did? Hold on. How, hold on. Can we? Can we pause on this? This is going to be a long show. I've just declared this show's two hours. <laughs> uh, how did you not get into it? Did you turn it off before yeah. you hit start? No, I. I just. I don't like zombie games, and it felt it's, like a zombie it's game. Not, it's and it's it the felt, greatest love story of all time. It felt way too yeah. slow for me. Like for me, I'm very much a like. Mulehorn Jenkins, basically like Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. It. I want to go in and blow stuff up and shoot stuff. And it was just a little too slow for me. The story was kind of interesting, but there's other games that caught my attention and it, I just, I Oof. couldn't bring myself did to you, go back and play it. So did you play it all the way through? No, I played yeah. like 45 minutes of it and I just wasn't feeling it. And I was oh, just like, God, Man. that's not even a demo. No, I know, but I just <laughs> usually within the first hour, you can get a feel for a game. And I was just like, you know, man, the first I'm, 10 I'm, minutes, though, with Sarah, that didn't do anything for you. You're just really. like emotionless. Um, You're like, I don't yeah. care about you. Well, it's because it's that whole zombie thing. Right. You know, okay. I, just, I, I, I I'm just not a fan <laughs> of zombies. I'm sorry. That is, guys. So that is the only game that made me legitimately cry. And it's not during the Sarah part. Yeah, I'm I'm wow. I'm confident enough I can say it. Um, it's in a part later in the game after Joel and Ellie like grow their relationship and they're meeting with Joel's brother. I won't give away for people who haven't played it. Me, yeah. Um, it's I the one game Marcus I will not ruin. I just won't ruin it for people. It's, <laughs> yeah. see, when no, you play no through spoilers. that game and get to the and just see the whole everything that that uh, the whole story, like it's a game that you will love to hate the hate what happens in that Mm -hmm. game it's so so good it really really is i was super invested in it and i can't wait for the next one yeah so i just want to apologize right now to all your listeners i'm sorry (laughs) that's what who's this mulehorn guy at mulehorn gaming on twitter yeah i mean it's a nintendo show most of them probably didn't even listen or play it so you're all right yeah all right shame Uh, on all of you Uh, playstation man i I really do feel like it was kind of like you're saying they showed up you know and i did feel like that uh microsoft did pretty good they did a pretty good job um and i don't have to say like going away uh probably the two things i'm most excited about is smash and anthem like anthem Mm -hmm. looks like it might be my next thing like destiny one was my thing and anthem looks like it could you know and, and mass effect was my thing this looks like it could be my my thing, you know, like uh, I could play this for a really long time. So for sure. Um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that, too. Yeah. My biggest concern is correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't EA involved in Anthem? <laughs> yes, uh, that's uh, my biggest concern. I'm kind of concerned with anything that they sort of stamp their approval on, to be honest with you. Them and Ubisoft. No offense to anybody that loves their games. I will say, though, um, there's a Reddit discord that I'm in with a lot of the devs there. And uh, just what EA has been saying has made me really hopeful about the game, especially with the no loot box stuff. And um, you know, most stuff's cosmetic that if you want to purchase it, you can grind for it or purchase. So I do have some hope and I feel like EA's kind of turned their leaf over after the whole fiasco with star Wars battlefront too. So yeah. uh, we'll see, man. I mean, when people didn't buy Star Wars Battlefront 2, I mean, it it hurts their bottom line and they'll well, listen to yeah. what people say, you know. So here's Which is really too bad because that's one of the prettiest games I've seen. The sound is amazing. I love I mean, it. it. It's a shame that politics got in the way of a great game. Here's yeah. the thing. None of that hurt the sales of that game. It still they was still like went gold, it, right? It was like the 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 fourth Wars, most dude. selling, like mo- most sold game in December or something like that. So like, so I mean, sure. From what I've heard too, from people that have like 
that went to E3 um, by EA who brought who, you know, EA brought these people. They're like, these aren't like everybody just views them as the villain. And like, yeah. sure, maybe they made they had some missteps and and trying to figure out how to, you know, monetize or squeeze the, you know, every 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 penny out of their game. But then they've come back. I mean, look at Battlefield now. Right. Yeah. What they say, like no loot boxes. Right. Isn't that yeah. the so I mean, they you can tell they're trying. Right. Well, and it's, it's the same. They studio. have to. Yeah, it's the same studio that brought us Mass Effect, not Mass Effect Andromeda. That's a different studio. Right. Uh, so don't don't get too anxious about that. But and Casey Hudson's back. And Casey Hudson for Bioware fans know he's like a legend. You know, mm. it's a great dude. Really knows his stuff. Makes a great RPG. Um, and he's heading the whole thing up. So I have a lot of confidence in it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, overall, I'm kind of I I think we're all somewhat in agreement. Like. I was the one thing I was glad about is PlayStation didn't come out and say, Hey, help us kickstart a game. Like they did a couple years ago. Right. Like that was really bizarre with Shenmue or whatever. <laughs> like <laughs> what? Think, like, <laughs> as far as the, uh, the games that they um, announced, I was actually uh, pretty stoked for the, what is it? The new sucker punch game, the ghost of Satsumi or Tishumi or oh, yeah. whatever, they, whatever it's oh, called. Oh yeah. Yeah. That um, looks pretty awesome. Dude, that looks insane. And I, yeah. and I am such a big uh, infamous fan that with the previous systems and then the newest one, the second son was a launch title and it's so much that it's just, it never was able to do justice to sucker punch. Mm. And wow. When you watch that trailer, man, like it looks like it's cutscene. I heard that that's just a side story in it. That's not even like the a main objective thing that you do in the game. And it just gets crazier. The game is like beyond pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say when you're bringing up, like you just said pretty, it made me think of cyberpunk as well. Like when I saw that, yeah. I was a little, I was a little like, huh, what is it? I want, I want to see more, yeah. you know, yeah. it looked pretty cool. Well, on CD, the CD project, right? They're they're basically like Naughty Dog, right? Like they yeah. don't, yeah. they just don't, they don't crank out a turd. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what I'm curious, like Eric and I have talked at extent about the Nintendo E3. Like it was like game, 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 smash for like a half hour, right? And <laughs> yeah. so, yeah. Um, what like Marcus? What did you think? Did you even pay attention? Did you even watch it, oh, man? Everybody's going to hate me in your Discord, I can just tell, right? <laughs> no, okay. there's no I want, First off, I want to say my Switch is awesome. I really, really have a lot of fun with it. And I love Nintendo. I really do. They're like, I'm like old school, diehard Nintendo games. But I am... But. Yeah, there's a big but, but. here. Um, I'm, I'm a little irritated with when I go to look at games for my Switch and everything is wow. like ultimate this or like the super version of that. And it's like, it's all the... It's everything they had in all the other games. It's like a uh, like a remaster, basically, is what we're getting out of a lot of this stuff. And I've already played it, right? Like, I, I have old systems. I can play those games. I don't want the old stuff. So when I saw Smash and they're like, Smash Ultimate, as soon as they said that, I was like, oh, no. It's going to be all the characters from the old ones, all the levels from the old ones. And then it just, I was immediately a little bit uh, let down, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not the biggest Smash fan anyway, but it was, that's why I'm such a big advocate for Octopath. It's like it's new, right? Yeah. They did something outside the the normal box that they love to stay confined in so much. And I was beyond impressed with it. So Smash, eh, I could take it or leave it, to be honest with you. 
Can I can I give my I first muted? world reason? Okay. <laughs> can I give my first world reason I like the Switch and have stopped playing pretty much anything else? It's my my time to gaming. If you turn on your Switch from suspend state, you're playing a game in under 10 seconds. Like time it. Yeah. If you do that with an Xbox or PS4, you're looking at like a minute and a half if you're lucky. And, well, and I know I that's know. a <laughs> Yeah, well, that's an over exaggeration. A <laughs> minute and a half address. is. <laughs> <laughs> there's it's, been updates. It, They've been other yeah. updates. <laughs> well, that's the other problem. My stuff's all out of date. Actually, my <laughs> Xbox isn't. I've I've played my Xbox not too long ago. I'm but the time to guy. gaming is is much longer than the Switch. So if I'm only going to game for a little bit of time, it's so much more efficient to pick up the Switch, hit you know the the power button, and you're playing a game in under ten seconds. Yeah. It's oh, legitimately it's under 10 seconds. Yeah, for sure. So, so I got a question for you guys. Okay. I want to ask because I'm dying to hear what your, your thoughts are on this. So what do you guys think about that online service they're bringing in? What is it? September mm-hmm. to the switch. What do y'all think about that? Is it similar? You think it's going to be something similar to like the game pass? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's like Xbox live, right? Xbox live playstation network whatever you get you get free games right nintendo says that when you when you sign up for your first year you get 20 games right off the bat and and their verbiage is strange they don't they're not being very clear they're not saying it 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 says with more games to come so obviously they don't have the license to give out every nes game they are adding online to some of these old nes games which i think is great my fingers are crossed that we're going to get to the super Nintendo games and the 64 games and, you know, get to play Mario Kart 64 online. That's, that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, yes, let's get there. Wind waker. I want wind waker, man. Well, that's going to end up being one of the ports though. And it's, it'll be good though. And I'm okay with that. Like it's, it's a weird, it's like a, it's like this double-edged sword because you do get all these, the best version of all these old games, but at the same time you get all these old games, right? So it's like, I totally see the appeal in it and I am really amped and looking forward to some of them. But at the same time, I don't think I need all of them and I want new, new, new material also. Yeah. You want new IPs. Yeah. I just do. Yeah. And you could check out, I mean, I don't know if they're your style, but you could check out Splatoon and you could check out arms, both brand new IPs from Nintendo. Um, Splatoon was on the Wii U Splatoon two made it over to the switch and arms is brand new to the and it's a it's a it's a springy armed fighting game is what it boils down to so yeah it's you know different but uh but i mean i know that you're you know i know the kind of games that that you're into and i know like xenoblade is going to totally be up your alley once uh um once you get a hold of that like yeah well and that i mean that's a jrpg right i'm a sucker yeah, for those right so. right and yeah. i would love to play it. and that's where um like i have a vita right and vita mm-hmm basically did what the switch is doing now but it never it just never did it the way that sony had hoped it could like it's the same thing when you when you turn it off you hit the power button it's boom right where you left it like you can do all those things you can do with the switch you can play your playstation um like persona 5 i played a quarter of my 160 hours in that game on my vita like in bed like i do with my nintendo switch the Mm -hmm. same exact like running it to that screen um but I think overall that handheld, you can't be the switch like for that handheld quality, man. It's just, it's where it's at. Their own portability. Yeah. Portability yeah. is a huge thing. 
for sure. Yeah. The, here's the thing that I'm another hope with the online thing is they've got to do something about cheating. Unfortunately, the switch was hacked and cheating is getting crazy. I, I do Mario Kart Mondays and there was literally a guy that had unlimited red shells in Mario Kart. Like he would just stop and throw like 20 shells at everybody in front and we would all get taken out. And then he, and that's just, I mean, and it's, it's getting bad. I mean, it was bad. It was bad up to the point that somebody, somebody hacked into Splatoon and said, Nintendo create anti-cheat or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this takes me back to the Halo one, like the Halo two days when the Xbox was so bad. And so hmm. I'm, I'm hoping the online brings brings some of the uh, some fixes for for cheating. But uh, Wade, what what did you think of the Nintendo Direct when you saw it? Uh, you know, man, I'm I'm actually pretty excited. Uh, I, I I think that I mean, it's, it's well known that Nintendo is the most recognized brand of video game there is out there or console. I mean, it doesn't matter who you run across. It could be your 80-year-old grandma, and you could say, hey, I play a video game, and they'd go, oh, do you play on the Nintendo? It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. Or they call so, video games Nintendo, right? They're yeah, just like, oh, like, you're going to yeah. go play Nintendo? It's a PlayStation. <laughs> it's, just it. it's just it, you know? And, and I mean, God, you even look at some of their 3DS sales, and it's crazy how much they still sell. And so for me, like not being a switch owner yet and seeing all these things that are coming to the switch makes me excited for when I finally get to pull the trigger and get it. Cause I know my kids keep asking me, they keep like, can I get the switch? I could, and me and my wife are always like, dude, we really need a switch like Mario mm-hmm. Kart. Like, I mean, so for me, I'm excited. There's not any really downsides for me cause I, I, I don't have it yet and I want it. So well, I think another plus for you is that you have an Xbox, right? Yeah. So if you want to do, that like high-end graphic, like have the online, be able to watch all your Netflix and who like deal with all and have the awesome, easy chat set up, like all yeah. those things that we just like associate with video games that they should just come with out of the box. You have that already. So when you get a switch, you don't really care that you don't get any of that stuff. That's where I'm at with it. Right. It's like, I don't care about games that I can play on my PlayStation that are getting ported to switch. I'm never going to play that on there. I have a PlayStation. I'd rather it looks prettier and it runs better there, but I can't play these awesome other games, like hopefully more Octopaths and whatever else that they, they can uh, maybe if I get wind waker or whatever else, but Mm -hmm. those games are going to be so awesome to play handheld that I don't care about all that online stuff. So it's, I think we're in an ideal spot, man. I think you might really enjoy it. The the online st- I may be jumping ahead here, Josh. So this no, you're fine. You're good. No, you're good. <laughs> so I just want this to flow, and it's flowing. So you're, yeah, I have good. a I have a really good theory here um, of why Switch is going with the online services, and I think I think especially with the relationship we're seeing with Xbox that they have some kind of deal working here because they already use Xbox servers for some of their online services. Mm-hmm. So I really think. The Xbox and Switch are somehow going to partner up. We've already seen some cross-play stuff that they're doing uh, with like Fortnite and things like that. I think they're eventually going to partner up and we're going to see some stuff with Game Pass. We're going to see some stuff with online services, with cross-play. Um, because if, if why not? Why can't I play like Fortnite with my friends on PS4? Why not? And I think with the relationship that Nintendo has now with Xbox, and them using already using some of their Microsoft servers, it would just make sense if they're already building that partnership to really build off of that. And 
give something to that all the gamers want out there. And, 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 you know, Phil Spencer has been saying for a long time, he's not after sales, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you do need sales. And I think that'll help drive sales of both the switch and the console, uh, the Xbox console. So I, it's going to be interesting, man. Cause I really do think they're, they got something up their sleeve for that stuff. The thing I hope so. The thing that I wonder about, like, and, and we can we can kind of talk about this crossplay stuff. It's one of our topics. Right now, Sony is in the is is in the lead, right? I mean, they have I, I think they just announced they're over 80 million um units sold, right? Which is I mean, that's that's phenomenal. Like Insane, that's yeah, that's great. Uh the I I mean for a while their Xbox was keeping up with their 360 sales. And I think they've kind of, they've obviously not kept up because the 360 was, was a phenomenal machine. And then, and then you've got the switch. That's, that's the, it's the record, like selling the most consoles, the fastest, which is, which is crazy. And you don't see, you think my- that'll, do you, don't you think that'll die off though? Like you have all the I- diehard people that just, it's again, it's that like Star Wars effect, right? Where it's like Nintendo, I got to have it. So you have this big rush of all those diehard fans that get it. And then I, I don't know. I'm curious to see how long that'll last with Nintendo. I, it's I, awesome. think, I think it can last because it's the perfect complementary system to a PC gamer, to a PlayStation gamer yeah. or an Xbox gamer. That's the Whereas, biggest, I guess that's what I mean, though, is that like it yeah. is a complementary system, right? Like you have mm-hmm. to. And and I think as as somebody that has those other systems, you can appreciate all these things about it. But I think if you go into it and you spend three hundred dollars on a switch and you're expecting to get the things that an Xbox or a PlayStation offers, you might be a little let down because it doesn't it just doesn't provide those. Yeah. No, well, it, I mean, it does. Fall I think short. it's going to last because if you look at the global sales right now, uh, out of 10 of the top 10 games, five of them. Are from Nintendo, mm-hmm. so yeah. that should tell you something. Yeah, oh, they, have, they have a beyond loyal fan base too, for sure. Yeah. Right? Well, like and there's super supporters. Here's what, and I think I put it in my article this morning when I when I talked about the earnings. But they have this thing that they do. Let me see. Hang on one second here. Um, I'm holding at the 2DS Zelda version right now. Do I need this? Yes, because Zelda's on it, right? Yeah, because <laughs> you're a Nintendo fan. <laughs> yeah. Right? Wait, do I need do I need this one too? No, I don't need the Hylian Shield. But Happy Father's Day! Now I have you know my fourth my fourth 3ds 2ds, and that's going to be one of the things that's going to happen with the Switch. Is Nintendo hasn't released any new colored Joy Cons in a while. And they haven't really done anything with exclusive like hardware bundles other than Odyssey had a special box and bright red or like blood red Joy-Cons, right? That was it. If Smash has its own bundle, that's like, you know, an exclusive, you know, limited edition Smash switch with like orange, uh, like an orange and a black Joy-Con, right? People, that's the only place you can get it. They're going to like... It's going to sell. It's going to sell to people that already have a switch because, man, I want that. Right. Pokemon's coming out. If they release a a hardware bundle that has a red and white Joy-Con, it's going to sit like it looks like a Pokeball. People are going to be all over it. Like that will keep that will keep the uh, that momentum going, I believe. And a big part of it is the economy, too. 
right? The economy is, is great right now. Like there's, there's a lot of factors in all of this. Like, I mean, if you think back like 10 years from now, we weren't even seeing new consoles because they were like, we, they're not going to sell the, the Xbox one and the PlayStation four were two years old from the time they should have been out and were underpowered systems because the economy was so bad. And now, now we're already talking about like in, in, in a much less time frame, we're already hearing rumors of a new Xbox, a new PS4, that kind of stuff. And I think that has to do with just the fact that people are opening their wallets and they're, they're buying this hardware. Do you, um, so it was like, as far as the switch coming out and like what you're talking about, um, like smash is going to drive more sales, right? Like Zelda drove, they had to release Zelda with it. Like that's why Zelda got pushed ahead to drive sales. Cause again, there's Zelda nutso fans. I'm one of them. It's the first game I got with mine. Right. Right. Um, Mario is the same way. Now smash comes out. This is all happening within the first two years. Are you concerned at all that all of the heavy hitters are coming out right away? Like, does that concern you? Are they going to run out of steam? I don't think so. Cause you have series like animal crossing. You have the potential for a 2d Zelda to come out of some kind. You have, uh, you have some other franchises that aren't as big, but still that still have a decent following like Pikmin. And we know Metroid's coming, you know, we could eventually see a good star Fox game. I don't know. Plus the potential for Splatoon three and Splatoon is, is selling gangbusters. Mario Kart is, has sold I think it's the, the second uh, highest selling game on the switch. And it's like, it's over, it's over 10 million units. And so yeah. all they got to do is say Mario Kart nine, boom, there's another, there's another round of sales, but they're also saying that they want to treat games as a service and they keep updating Mario Kart now, which we kind of thought it was like a ghost town. And now we're seeing Labo integration. We're seeing, uh, they added the, the master cycle zero. And so, are we going to see DLC? Like we, I, I, I don't know. So they, I, I can see what you're saying. Like, yeah, did they come out of the, they had to come out like that with Zelda and Mario. Yeah. Right. And they, I, I mean, totally Zelda was delayed. Like, I think like two years, it was supposed to be a Wii U title. And then it got delayed. I believe it was two years from the first time we saw it. And, um, and it was, it was the best move they could make. They had, they had, they were had a higher install. They, they had more Zeldas in the wild for like in people's hands than they had switches when it first launched. Yeah, like sure. people were well, just, and I think that speaks game. to that loyal fan base. Yeah. It just does. Like you've got these people that want to relive these glory days of when they're playing these games. And I, I just don't want them to run out of steam on that. And I don't, I also don't want the switch to have a million Zelda versions released on it either, or a million Mario versions. Right. Again, I come back to that Octopath traveler. Like I want more news about that kind of thing. I need, I need a little bit more of that. Well, I think the big thing too is uh, they came out strong because they knew they weren't going to have third party support in the first year. So they, they did load up heavy on great Nintendo titles, a lot of imports, whatever. Um, I think you're starting to see a shift where Nintendo is getting the third party support moving forward. And we're going to continue to see more Octopaths, more Wolfensteins, more you name it um, coming to the switch in the coming years. So it's not a Wii U again. I think it's pretty clear that's not going to be the case at this point. No. And, and yeah. Marcus, I highly recommend you mentioned Ubisoft early on. You like you need to at the, the very least even come borrow my copy of Mario plus Rabbids. Mm-hmm. Like it is one of the yeah, most good things, the most unique and and just cool experiences on the switch. 
And mm-hmm. if you watch some of the behind the scenes stuff, like the, uh, I don't, I don't know if he was like the director or what I can't remember, but he did an interview with Brian Altano on IGN and like the guys in tears, he was so emotional about the fact that he's, he was able to work on a Mario game. Like here, here he is working with the, uh, the character that inspired him to get into creating games and like just kind of seeing some of that and the passion that is behind, um, behind that, like, it comes through in that game. You can tell that game was made with, yeah. with the utmost care. And so um, I, I, I do believe there's, there's, there is kind of like a, a, a like just a wind of change going through. And like uh, these companies are, are, are showing that they are still able to create killer pieces of art and entertainment that aren't just about squeezing every penny out of uh, the consumer. Yeah. I definitely feel like we're in that weird zone right now. Yeah. Like that's like, we're going to tap out on like how pretty it can look and like all the features it can have or whatever, but without that passion behind the game. And like you said, like creating art, um, it's, you're going to lose something in gaming industry. It's not going to be about that anymore. And I think we're, we're like starting to teeter on that. Right. And those games are going to be the ones that will really last and shine. And I'm looking forward to those. I think we're going to start getting more of those, especially with the, with the end of these generations where our systems are starting to get tapped out. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to, now it's going to come down to, it can only look so pretty now. So now the substance needs to be there. Just buy a PC. That's why I got one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's no last of us. There's no God of war. There is still some Xbox stuff. Right. But um, yeah. wait, I'm going to throw this question at you. Like we, yeah. we are definitely seeing a shift towards um an all digital future right i mean mm-hmm. xbox took that first step and said here's the netflix style service here's all of our games even when they launch day one when sea of thieves dropped what do you think about that i mean i'm a i'm a collector of, of physical goods right like i love my old nintendo games i love i love seeing the the switch games but even the switch games they only come with like, oh, hey, I got the Resident Evil collection. Oh, one of those games is digital. Oh, I got Bayonetta collection. One of those games is digital. It's just a code. What do you think? Like, what are what are your thoughts about this? Are you more towards digital? Are you are you cool with this? Are you like, hey, I'm already MP3 and all my movies are digital. So why not my games too? like wh- where are you at? You know, um, I am embracing it now. Uh, I, I very much like to collect things. But I've just come to grips with just embracing it. And plus, it makes it really easier on a gamer when you have things like game share with Xbox. And there's a way you can do it in PS4 as well. Um, That just helps out so much, man. What I'm hoping that we don't see uh, lost is that, like, can I get a special collector's edition where, yeah, I get the digital code, but I get some type of hardware. Like, give me, like, a statue of Mario Rabbits or you know, a statue of Zelda. That's what they're you know? getting in Japan for. Um, yeah, I believe it's. I, I believe it was the Pokemon games and Smash. They are getting yeah. a, a a a case that just has the digital code inside, so they can still put that case up on the. And I mean, look, uh, it's convenient, right? I'll admit that. Yeah, like, that's the thing. I just you went know? on vacation. It's like, well, I can take a handful of my games. I can't take all of them. I, yeah. you know. I think that's the biggest thing and the biggest sell for me of why I I'm okay with digital stuff now, because dude, that game pass is freaking phenomenal. Like you pay 10 bucks a month and you get how many games, like 200 plus games. It, it, it's like a huge. Value. I can play them at any time. I was playing core tour one day and then I was playing sea of thieves another day, halo five the next day, right. you know? So it's, it's like, 
for me, that's why I think that Nintendo is going to slowly get into that, especially with their online service. And that's why I think that they're probably going to do something with Xbox. I know there's probably a lot of people listening right now that say, don't do that. And I think the biggest hurdle they would have with that, if the switch embraces that is the portability, like you don't want to be tethered to Wi-Fi wherever you go, you know, just so you can get in and get a game and play it because you have to have online service. Um, But for Xbox, it's fantastic, man. I mean, I've embraced it. I mean, I do miss having my little collectibles here and there, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know, it's, it's turned into a digital life, man. Like as a gamer, it's all digital now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's coming and you know, you were talking about like um, uh, just the uh, Nintendo and Microsoft working together. Like the thing that probably worries me the most is I know Nintendo's history with working with other companies and out of the blue, they can just turn their backs on them. And all of a sudden, like Sony, like Sony. Yeah. No wonder they're jaded. (laughs) Exactly. And so, but, but, you know, you look at a guy like Phil Spencer, the head of Microsoft or head of Xbox, and that guy's a gamer. That guy talks about yeah. playing his PlayStation. He, I believe he's talked about playing some of the games on his Switch and things like that. Like, he, dude, he, they stream PS4 games. Like, I don't see very many other execs doing that stuff. <laughs> when they're like the head of Xbox streaming PS4 games or Switch games, I don't see that. Yeah. You know? Well, in the commercial for Minecraft that showed a Switch controller and an Xbox controller, I was like, what? This is crazy. This is crazy. Marcus, what do you think about the digital thing and, and seeing these companies work together and stuff? Um, so I think we should make a distinction between digital and streaming services, right? Like if, if we're talking about digital, I've already, I think the handheld is the perfect scenario for it. I have probably 50 games for my Vita and only four of those are actually a cartridge, right? Like they're all the rest are ones downloaded that I've gotten through my PS plus or I've purchased or whatever. And the handheld perfect platform for that. Again, you don't want to cart around all these cartridges, um, a streaming service. Uh, I'm way more leery about that. I want to, I don't want to have to have an internet connection to be able to play my game. Right. Like, and I think that could be a handheld issue too, especially with the switch because it doesn't have like, you can't get like a, uh, you know, like a 3G service or whatever, or 4G, or it doesn't connect anywhere. You have to be somewhere with a Wi-Fi hotspot. And yeah, those are way more readily available. But if I have to have that to play my game, I'm way yeah. more leery about that. And all said and done, I would much rather touch, be able to touch that disc and open the the uh, you know the uh, the case for it. And there's nothing like opening a case and smelling the toxic chemicals for the first time. <laughs> Right, like that's one of my favorite things to do with a new in, in the car, nonetheless. Right, in the car, yeah. like in the, on the right. The other home. thing, uh, <laughs> the other thing I think that doesn't sell me on digital is that right away on a game, I can go buy, like on Amazon or something, I can buy a tangible copy for typically at least fifteen dollars cheaper. Where if I go to buy the digital one, they still want full price. Right. Like there's got to be less money to make that. That's just a copy that I'm getting from a source file somewhere. Well, the problem is the retail, right? If they undercut retail, then retail pulls their stuff out. Right. So if if they. But retail is selling it for cheaper. I, I, I know. Well, that's even going away though, right? We're seeing Best Buy pull their gamer club unlock going away, right? It's, it's, you don't get that discount anymore. If you like, you can't sign up for it any longer. 
Amazon's already cut back. Like they don't do remake games. So in pretty much every switch games, no longer $20 off. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Or 20% off. Um, but, and too, like when you're talking about street, like the Xbox there, the game pass, it is, you download the game and you can, you can play it. I don't know how long you have to, like when you have to check in, I don't, I don't have the, the, the game pass. Can you just like keep it on your system and not yeah, pay your you bill? And keep you it. It? I, if, I if think it it's once a month. Yeah, if it rolls out out of rotation, you can still have it if you have it downloaded. And still play it? Like, even if you aren't paying your bill, you can still keep it and play it? Uh, It, The system knows when your your account expires. I think it's an expiration date. Yeah. 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 Yeah, So, So, I don't know. I'm, I'm... I'm a little bit leery on it. Uh, again, I'm old school, right? Like I just, I'm the same way as you, Josh. Like I like, I got my whole, you got toys right on your here. desk right Dude, now. I have so many toys <laughs> and all of my cases with all my old school games are sitting right in front of me. Yeah. And I just sit here and daydream at it half the time. And it's like, I like to be able to do that. Right. It's different when you look through a file with your, your digital hoarding is different than tangible hoarding. It just is. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I do want to just real quick. And then Eric, I know you, I know you've got something to say here. Uh, I was, go, I was camping all like camping. I mean, we were in the woods, did not have Wi-Fi this whole last week. We lived on our hotspots. Right. And I was so impressed. Fortnite ran perfectly on my hotspot, like no problem. Even and then Monster Hunter on my DS, even after I got throttled, it got I ran through all 15 gigs on my hotspot and then it throttled down to 600 KB. It's still I played multiplayer games. No problem like that. So, you know, it it's that's not an option for everybody, obviously, but like it is getting more. And it's like we're getting closer and closer to that being my son played Fortnite on his PS4 all week off of his hotspot all week. So it's, it's, it's crazy that it's there. So, uh, Eric, you've been quiet. I'm sorry. I didn't mute you. No, it's okay. (laughs) I'm I'm not a guest. So, you know, I want to make sure everyone has an opportunity. Uh, I'm kind of in the weird minority. So I'm all digital Xbox. And when the Xbox one X came out, I saw the flaw in an all digital future. Yes. Um, Forza sevens over a hundred gigs with the 4k textures. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I re-downloaded all of my 4k enhanced games, I hit my data cap. The first time I've ever hit my data cap. Now, luckily Comcast gives you two free go over your data cap. Um, They don't throttle you. So that was only one month in a calendar year, but if we move to an all digital future with the games getting bigger and more consoles going all digital, I see that being a problem because the internet in America just isn't where it should be for 2018. Right. Um, So, I mean, the other thing, if you bought Forza, let's say, and, and you wanted to play it and you lived in somewhere with DSL, it's never going to happen. You'll play that game in six to eight weeks. Whereas <laughs> when it's yeah. finally downloaded, right? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. And, and the other thing, the other factor here, like with Xbox, they mentioned it from the beginning of the Xbox one was like, Oh, cloud, cloud-based gaming and, and, and having that. And we're seeing it on the switch in Japan with resident evil being a fully streamed game. The the switch is just basically the, the controller at that point. And, and, but that takes infrastructure that takes, that's going to take more than a, than, than a, than a hotspot. That's going to, that's going to take some, some bandwidth. And 
Well, I've had, I have uh, a couple of buddies of mine that I play games with uh, all the time on PlayStation and just the like the update files for their games. Like the game is not a digital version. It's a tangible disc they put in there. But just the update file for that game is like 60 or 70 gigs. Like it's insane <laughs> by the time it's because it keeps getting updated. Right. And every yeah. time it's another eight gigs or it's another 20 gig. It's insane how much they're dedicating to just just an update files even oh i totally agree that's that's something that needs to be addressed like if the next systems don't come out with like five terabytes or something it's it's just going to be absurd gigs are out the window man right oh yeah well yeah. even five terabytes isn't enough because we're gonna have to start getting into petabytes which i know sounds ridiculous but i have a two terabyte external on my xbox one that is already full i've had to start deleting stuff which i thought when i got that two terabyte it's like this will last the entire console generation no yeah no. <laughs> do you really play every single game you- no but yeah. what if i have what Just if i have guests over, over? What if I have guests over and they're like, hey, let's play Turok. I don't know. I just made up. Let's play an old game that you've uninstalled. Yeah, okay. Let me let me re-download it. It'll 60 gigs. It'll be done in a couple hours. He'd have to to wait more than that minute and a half for his PlayStation to load up. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) The PlayStation download is so slow. (laughs) I do want to point out from the chat here, Run Jump Stomp from the Switchcraft podcast says, it doesn't matter how much we kick and scream, digital only is going to happen. It's too enticing for developers if if you can't trade in your game. And it's not only that, there's more cost involved when you have the the printing and the the plastics and and everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are those cheaper then? Like, that's the part I don't get yeah. when you can buy a tangible copy cheaper than digital. Oh, the it's, day that uh, that switches, then I then I might go digital. I, I have something to say on that then. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the reason why it's not cheaper is because games should be costing us more. But yeah. us as gamers have always just been comfortable with 60, you know, for a game. And, um, you know, they haven't really been able to push the envelope and say, OK, you should pay 75 or 80 for this game. Uh, now what they're doing is they're cutting the cost and they can still have us pay 60 and it, and it just, it helps their bottom line because making games is just so expensive nowadays. Uh, we should be paying like close to 90 for yeah. a game. Uh, well, and I think like, to be honest with you, we do, we buy a $60 game and then we get a, at least a 20, $30 season <laughs> pass, right? Yeah. My favorite yeah. is when it's season one pass. Yeah. And yeah. you got another 30 bucks for season two, right? Like the games season are costing us that much. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, yeah. They found a way around that. But well, the, the other thing they're doing to combat the trade-ins is like Bayonetta. Uh, if you bought a trade-in copy of Bayonetta, you're only getting Bayonetta 2. You're not getting the first or whichever that correct the case. Bayonetta two's on the card. Yeah. So you know the Mega Man. There's a ton of them that are starting to learn. We can throw in some item. Um, I forget what did it on the Xbox a while ago, but you couldn't get multiplayer unless you had the digital code, which made trading in that game completely worthless. Oh, that that was back on the 360. They would do that right. kind of stuff. Like yeah. I think with Madden, the EA did it with the Madden games. If you mm-hmm. punched in the code for online, then then you couldn't. You had to pay for the online after the fact. But yep. um, again, back, just back to the point though. It bo- it boils down to the, the once games if games go completely digital. I don't know exactly where the price will go. I think we're going to see more and more games as a service. Games like Fortnite. They they turn. I mean, people are throwing money at that game. And they're not getting anything 
tangible, nothing. It's all digital. And it's like, and they, their, their business model is perfection to the T you've got 48 hours to buy this skin for $20 or it goes away and it may not come back. Mom, I can't miss that one. Let me have your credit card. You know, (laughs) you want to look cool with your friends. Yeah. I don't want to be a no skin mom. And so, you know, but, but right now, other than like Xbox took that step and said, we don't care what retail says. We're going to sell a pass that has all of our games and they can still sell the games for 60 in their store. But how many people made the switch? And there were retailers that said, we will no longer stock Xbox products. Yeah. Yeah. I know the sea of thieves, like it, the servers were so bogged down because so many people access that game and download it, you know? Yeah. So I don't know how they're getting paid for that, but like, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I wonder too. On on the the dev side, is are they getting like Spotify Spotify type royalties, like ten cents per download? Or uh, I'm curious how they're getting paid. Or Microsoft's probably paying rare. Microsoft's you know. sitting on piles of cash, just like Nintendo yeah. is from yeah. from yeah. Windows and everything else. That yeah. that they're like let's 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 just hope that we can you know pull off a, a, a Netflix thing here. But like from my last time I checked, Netflix is something like $20 billion in debt, you know? So like, yeah, but that's like artificial because they're making right. it, tons it, of money. That's, yeah. that's them investing in their movies and shows. And sure. so yeah. I, I don't know how much that matters if they stop making a couple. When it's like, it's debt that they owe themselves. I right. think a yeah. lot of it. Right. It, so yeah, that's sure. That's yeah. kind of weirdly superficial. I, it's I like not that movie past debt. I like that. we. <laughs> yeah. I like that we've transcended our uh, console war to now it's just we're all consumers with a common enemy, which is the publisher. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the great equalizer. We just need a common enemy. Yeah. <laughs> we finally found it. We finally. Yeah. We yeah. finally found it. So, well, hey, guys, this has been awesome. Thank you guys for taking time on your Tuesday. Tuesday night to come and hang out. Um, uh, I I don't who won the war. Did anybody win the war? I guess. I mean, Gamers. I think I think we all win the I think war we all, right? because we get along now. Yeah, as consumers. We, I love it. <laughs> I, we, we, get to, we all get to sleep better. Tonight. I, I, I want to point out that before the show started, Marcus was like, I'm just checking, but uh, am I the only non-Nintendo guy here? Like, yeah. what is, am I getting thrown to the wolves? <laughs> and I love Nintendo. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna get, I don't want a bunch of... <laughs> no, all right. Why we sat here, my phone was going nuts, and it was a ton of people following me on uh, Twitter. So if any of them are listening to the show and have done that, huge thank you for doing that. Uh, I would love to banter with you on there. You can give me a hard time if you want. I would love to talk with you about it. <laughs> awesome. So thank you, Josh, for yeah. doing that. Oh, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, let's put a bow on this thing. All right, Marcus, where can we follow you? Please go to nerdbuzz.com. And all of my links are there. All of my social media, nerdbuzzed. Nerdbuzz. Do it, do it, do it. Look for it on iTunes. Look for it on Google Play, wherever you listen to the podcast. YouTube. YouTube. They do a live show. They have an intern who they make fun of and stuff. It's really, it's, it's, it's a lot. (laughs) This, this coming Monday, uh, we're doing another, we're going to do a live show. We're going to have a guy from Everett who's a, uh, has a meadery. So he's bringing mead that he made and we are going to build, uh, the new Lego, voltron set live on the show together nice. and get super buzzed so yeah join us you can give me a hard time if you want i love it please do it'll be awesome cool cool wade where can we find you bud 
Yeah, man, you can find us at MuleHornGaming.com. Find us in, listen to podcasts with Analog Assault and uh, on Twitter at MuleHornGaming. And you can tell me how wrong I am about Last of Us 2. <laughs> very, very wrong. All I'm right. going to follow you and give you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric, how about you, buddy? Uh, you will find me on Twitter at hate zero zero spelt X E R O. Um, you'll find me in discord n 64 josh.com slash discord. If you want to go there, we have a ton of great people. It's going out of control. Lots of games being played because of it. Lots of fun spirited debates. Um, and I started streaming. So follow me on Twitch and, uh, see me stream randomly random things. There's no regularity to anything I do, so be prepared for that. <laughs> what uh, what was the last game you played that was just off the wall? Something like Bob the Builder or Construction something? Or <laughs> I played it? Suicide Guy on Nintendo <laughs> Switch or, or Coffin Dodgers. Which one are you? Uh, and Suicide Guy is not what you think. So, Well, kind of. So I'll give you guys the real quick premise. You are a dude who's falling asleep and he's dropping his beer... And the objective is he he's in his dream state and he knows he's dropping the beer and he has to wake himself up before the beer falls. And the only way to do that is to kill himself over and over in the dream. Wow. Okay. This has got like a nerd buzz theme to it. I like it. <laughs> it's, in this game. it's a really terrible game, but it's, it's fun. <laughs> fun. No less. So. All right, guys. Well, hey, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at N64Josh. You can follow this show at NPowerCast. Guys, the show notes for this episode will be available at N64Josh.com slash NPC115. You can email us NPC at N64Josh.com. Remember, pick up your free audiobook from Audible. Go to AudibleTrial.com slash NPC. OPC, it's the chair I'm sitting in right now, and I love it. N64josh.com slash OPC is going to save you $10 at checkout. Hey, we do have a Patreon. If you want your, if you want an extra podcast for just a dollar, just a dollar, you get yourself an extra podcast each month. There are other tiers available there as well. That's patreon.com slash N64josh. Like Eric said, join the Discord. Come hang out with us. Come and talk to us. N64josh.com slash Discord. We're having a good time in there. We're playing Fortnite together. We're playing Paladins together. We're playing Rocket League and Mario Tennis and, and Mario Kart and Splatoon and everything else. It is a great time. Great time. Come, come and hang out. And uh, lastly, if you have a second, you can rate and review this show on iTunes. We greatly appreciate it. We need to we need to power up to five stars, and we can only do that with your help. So if you uh, if you enjoyed the show, we have some one star reviews. People just don't like us. Hey, that's fine. We get it. But if you're enjoying the show, help us out. We really appreciate it. Give us that five star rating. And uh, thank you guys for being here live on Twitch. I see Rust. Um, I knit you Twitch. Benji pudding everybody else thanks guys we'll see you later later famine <laughs>